0: I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get, or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you
1: informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area, local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now.
2: Good morning. It's Monday, May 18th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just a heads up, this one is not a very uplifting Monday morning daily news brief. The Anne Arundel County Police are investigating the county's fifth homicide up in Glen Burnie. It happened on Saturday night at the Elvation Town Pool in Glen Burnie. Just after 10 p.m., the county police were called for a shooting. When they arrived, they found a man suffering with critical injuries was transported to shock trauma. He has been identified as Kirik William Anthony Devonshire, an 18-year-old male from the 400 block of Kenilworth Court in Glen Burnie. He did pass away due to his injuries. The investigation says that a group of individuals were near the pool when they were approached by three masked black males wearing dark clothing. Shots erupted and the three black males fled the area in what they believe is possibly a dark-colored vehicle. Again, this is the fifth homicide for Anne Arundel County and police are asking anybody that has any information to give them a call at 410-222-4731. Yesterday afternoon, there were some tense moments at Cape St. Clair. A man is now in the hospital recovering after being shot by an Anne Arundel County police officer after he had lunged at him with a knife. Just after 3 p.m. yesterday afternoon, the police were called to Lakeview Lane in Cape St. Clair for a domestic dispute. The caller advised that a former boyfriend was outside of the home. When police were responding, the suspect called 911 to advise that he was armed with a gun. When police did arrive, they approached the suspect who ran around the back of a police cruiser. When the officer pursued him, the suspect turned on him and lunged at him with a knife. The officer, who has not been named at this point, had fired several rounds from his weapon striking the suspect. He was taken to an area hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Charges are pending upon his release and the name of the suspect has not been released just yet. And following up from a story from last Wednesday, the man who was shot in his head during a daylight shooting at Haka's Harbor House community has died as a result of the injuries. If you'll remember, this was on Wednesday, May 13th, right at about 3 p.m. Shots rang out and fell one man. That man now has been identified as Colin Flanagan, 23, of Annapolis. He did succumb to his injuries on May 15th. Annapolis police have not made an arrest, nor do they have a suspect in this case, but they are investigating and asking anybody to give a call at 410 410- Two six zero three four three nine. Now, Colin was a great guy. If you were a customer of Zoo Coffee, you know him. His dreadlocks were as big and as long as his smile and his personality. And this one really hurts. Friday afternoon, County Executive Stuart Pittman signed Executive Order 21, which is sort of the reopening of Anne Arundel County. As we know, we did not go along with Governor Hogan's plans for the road to recovery. And the main differences are in Anne Arundel County, non-essential retail businesses can open up, but only for curbside pickup. They do not allow anybody in the actual building to shop. The governor's order says it should be at 50 percent capacity. Governor also allows for church services. County Executive Pittman said he was not going to allow church services, but the executive order does say they are allowed for up to 10 people. So essentially that's no church services. Barbers were allowed to open up under Governor Hogan's recommendations and in Anne Arundel County. They are keeping some of the restrictions that were in prior to this. Barbers and beauty shops can open. They're limited to one customer at a time in the premises, and they have to be done with an appointment. County Health Officer Dr. Nilesh Kalinarman and County Executive Pittman are looking at 12 public health metrics being tracked. And we don't know what all of them are, but they plan to post an online dashboard a little bit later on today. In a media call on Thursday, both County Executive Pittman and the health officer indicated that this may be a three to a four-week situation, all dictated by the numbers. And in another case of, you're not the boss of me... Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley sort of bucked the system there. He accepted the Anne Arundel County executive order with the exception of retail businesses. Mayor Buckley said that he is allowing one person into a retail establishment to shop at a time. And he did encourage retail businesses that if it is possible to put racks and merchandise out on the sidewalk in front. All very confusing. I guess you need to know your boundary lines as to whether you're shopping in Queen Anne's County, Anne Arundel County, Prince George's County, Annapolis City. I'll be glad when this is all over. And just to bring you up on some COVID numbers... All told, 38,804 confirmed cases in Maryland with 876 deaths. Currently, there are 1,460 people in hospitals, and that is the lowest number in three weeks. So that's a good sign for the state of Maryland. In Anne Arundel County, there have been a total of 2,856 confirmed cases with 134 deaths. And finally, as we wrap it up today, a little bit of a sad story out of Savage. Ramshead Tavern, which had a place in the Savage Mill, is leaving their lease was a 20-year lease. They came in in 1999 and it has expired. And they have decided because of the impact of the pandemic, as well as the uncertainty of the ongoing economic environment, that they were not going to renew that lease. And they did not want to enter into another long-term 20-year lease based on all of the what-ifs that are going on in the country right now. In a statement, Mike Lechner, who is the director of operations, said this is an incredibly difficult decision and we could not have been more thankful to our many customers and team members who delivered upon our company promised for more than two decades to the historic Savage Mill, which remains one of the most unique locations in all of Maryland. We are grateful to have been a part of its ongoing legacy and character, and Ramside Leadership is working with the Savage employees to assist them in remaining part of their team if they want. The organization does have other restaurants and entertainment venues that do need support, Again, all of that based on when we were able to reopen up. That's a real bummer. That Rams Head Tavern in Savage Mill was a really kind of a cool, unique place. I really love their back deck out there in the woods. Didn't get out there as often as I would like, but I definitely will miss that one. All right, that wraps it up for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out IonAnapolis.net throughout the day because we are going to update these stories and more, especially that one about that officer-involved shooting. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure your friends and family all know how to get a hold of podcasts, how to download them, and how to subscribe to this one because that's how we grow. It is Monday, so of course we do have Ann Alcina standing by with your Money Monday report. And as we have every day, George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. All of that coming up in just one minute. But first, a quick message from Solar Energy Services.
0: Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland, wishing you good health and a rapid return to prosperity. Uncertainty is one of the hardest parts of our current situation. As we move towards our new normal, you may want to consider adding more certainty to your financial future by locking in the low cost of clean solar energy. The economics of solar are tremendous, and there's no better source than a trusted team at Solar Energy Services. Residential solar projects typically earn the homeowner 8 to 12 percent annually over the life of the system, with even better returns for commercial systems. If you have some downtime now, take advantage of our powerful remote design capabilities, allowing one of our experienced solar designers to provide a presentation, followed by a detailed, accurate proposal all from a safe distance. Call us today at 410 923 6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a waste, but together we'll get through this.
1: Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast.
3: Hey everyone, this is George with Team Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, May 18th. After a couple of sunny days in the 80s, Friday and Saturday, yesterday was a cool but very comfortable day in the upper 60s to maybe 70 or so in a few spots. And this week will be another generally cool gray and wet deal at times with below average temps through at least Thursday, with temps possibly back into the average or above average range Friday into the weekend. So keep the pullovers and umbrellas ready for another cool week in a month that is so far about 5 to 6 degrees below average on the whole, temp-wise, very likely setting the stage for back-to-back below-average months in the Annapolis region. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at DMDWeather.com so you can always stay weather-informed.
0: This is Wes Adams, candidate for Circuit Court Judge. As your former state's attorney, I built a reputation for being fair for our community, tough on violent crime, and compassionate to those in need. I worked to set up specialized court proceedings designed to support recovery and to get our vets out of the criminal justice system. I partnered with our schools to help protect students and break the school-to-prison pipeline. I will bring these same values as judge to the Circuit Court. I respectfully ask that you vote for me, Wes Adams, on June 2nd. Paid for by the friends of Wes Adams, John Spencer, Treasurer. Your money.
1: Managing and investing it can be confusing and sometimes scary. Here to help you put your financial picture into focus is Ann Alsina from Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report.
4: This is Anne Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. The market was up for most of last week. Falling on Friday with announced retail sales numbers reflecting the largest drop in history and increasing China US trade tension. On a year over year basis, though, we are still almost even with last year. As this crisis continues, anxiety and fear can make even the most seasoned investor cautious about their investments. But I think some perspective on investing might help. Bear or down markets are common. We've had seven bull bear cycles in the last 58 years. Staying the course over that cycle has averaged a 12% return in the S&P 500 index. And even in a bull or up market, we have significant drops. If you look back over the 20 years ending December of 2019, 15 years were positive. 14 of those 15 years had a drop in the market during the year of greater than 5%. Take 2012, for example. The S&P 500 was up 16%, but had a decline during the year of 10% which means if you tried to time the market and got out, you could have potentially missed a 16% gain. We often say that it is time in the market, not timing the market, that counts. On average, three out of every four years are positive in the market, meaning one out of four isn't. So the odds for a one-year investment are okay, but not great. We've had fewer five-year negative periods and a small handful of negative 10-year periods. There has never been a negative 15-year period in the market. What we do see, and what causes fear, is volatility. And what is volatility? There are multiple ways to measure that. Advisors may use statistical analysis to track the risk or volatility of an investment. Looking at the market as a whole, we use price fluctuations during the trading day as a common measurement. We look at the difference between the high and low index value, or an individual stock price, divided by the closing price. Historically, that number for the S&P has been about one and a quarter percent. Right now, we are below that historical average, meaning the markets are calmer than normal. Another measurement is the VIX index, which is forward-looking. The Chicago Board Options Exchange calculates the VIX based on options pricing for the S&P 500 index. An option is the right to purchase or sell a security at a future date. Changes in the price of options over the next 30 days provide the measure of expected volatility. The VIX is also sometimes referred to as the fear index. The VIX spiked at 82.69 on March 16th, but has trended downward since then, although it is still higher than the historical average. So what does all this mean? First, the markets are showing better days are ahead. Second, keep a long-term perspective. Work with a professional to develop a plan and stick to it. If you have a big pile of documents that need to be shredded, Covington Alcina is hosting a community shredding event on Saturday, May 23rd, from 2 to 4 p.m. Details are on our website. It's free, but we will be accepting donations for Feed and Arundel at the event. We also have more virtual events coming up discussing taxes, social security, getting your financial house in order, and divorce. Visit us at CovingtonAlcina.com or on our Facebook page to learn more. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group or registered investment advisor, Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance references historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in the show are for journal information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor or you haven't heard from yours, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina with Covington Alcina.
1: Whether it's a fire, a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again because this is a town that gets it. A town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis.